Welcome to Leaders Who Celebrate. My name is Pamela Bacallion, marketing veteran turned mindfulness teacher. Thanks for joining Chloe, Jerry, Kavita, Martika, and I while we have candid conversations on leadership, mindfulness, and everything in between. Let's get started. This is episode number six, Grilling Kavita. Hi, Kavita. Hi. Hi. No hard questions, please. No hard questions. <laughs> Promise. Okay. I'm folding my fingers okay. under the table. <laughs> um, who wants to start with a question for Kavita? I do. You do? Of course you do. <laughs> I want to know how you got into the business of matchmaking and you know, what it means to you and where does it come from and all that jazz and all that jazz. Um, okay. So for the listeners, I am a dating expert and a matchmaker and I own a company called Dashing Date for the last, I actually just started my seventh year in business and it came about very organically. And, um, I used to host speed dating events when I had a corporate job and it was just a part-time job, um, a couple times a month. And somehow I just held on to this random speed dating gig for like five years in and out of my corporate job. I, after that, I started, I had a tech startup, even during my tech startup for two years, I kept holding on to this speed dating job. Um, and I just, I liked it. I, I liked working with the public. I liked hosting these events. I liked working with the people that came to the events. I liked getting to know them and what they were looking for. And I would really do my best as the speed dating host to just make them feel comfortable and have conversations with them. And I would play like a little bit of mat- like of a matchmaker at the events. Like, oh my God, like, no, you should talk to this person and they would be good. Um, and then fast forward towards the end of those five years, that company um, had a successful exit. They got bought out by Plenty of Fish and there were no more speed dating events. And I was like, this sucks. Like I wanna, I, I still wanna host these events. So I'm like, I'm gonna just do it myself. So I started my own speed dating company. And I just, I had actually learned so much from that company, like what worked with the events, what didn't. Um, kind of how to like organize the events better, the kind of venues to choose and things like that. And I just very quickly started my own. Um, And then from that, the matchmaking uh, division of the company grew. So I had clients come to me and say like, okay, Kavita, like, you know, I can't always make it out to the events, but you know, you know me so well, you know what I'm looking for, like set me up. And that's what I started doing. So Never in my wildest dreams uh, did I think I would be sitting here and, you know, working with singles all the time and um, talking about relationships all day long. And I love it. That's what I do day in and day out. And I've been doing it full time uh, for the last six years. And it's great. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Can you, um, can you be a dating expert and be single or... You know, because whenever you're, whenever you're in a space where 
you're telling people what to do or you're guiding them in a way they always want to check like as far as your personal life mm-hmm. um they probably ask you questions yeah um and you know like they were saying if you're married don't ask your single friends for advice mm-hmm. um you know and i don't truly believe in that but can you yeah can you be a dating expert and be single and struggling to find someone I think you can. I think it's about, I'm actually a huge advocate for living a healthy single life. So I'm not like you're must be, it's, I, I think being a matchmaker or a dating expert doesn't mean that you are, well, for me, it doesn't mean that I'm encouraging people all the time to be in a relationship mm-hmm. or to find the perfect relationship. I spend, mm-hmm. I would say more of my time talking about, are you happy first? Are you ready to be in a relationship? Are you sure it's the right time to be in a relationship? Okay. I encourage people to take breaks from dating often. Um, and I encourage self-love and dating yourself and being comfortable on your own, probably more than, than I do anything else. So okay. I'm not single. I get that a lot because people ask me and they're like, oh, thank God you're not because then your business doesn't work. Uh-huh. And I'm like, um, <laughs> actually, I, yeah, like, I don't think. I, I don't, it just, it just so happens that I'm in a relationship. Mm. I don't think it means anything one way or another. And if I were to not be in a relationship one day, it wouldn't have any impact on me or my confidence or how I, you know, promote the business. And I would hope it's not perceived differently either. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, what are the biggest or most common questions that you get in terms of relationship? Or do you have like some relationship really juicy advice? <laughs> I love the juicy. Juicy. <laughs> juicy. The most interesting thing that uh, people might not expect is that I, when it comes to like coaching or uh, matchmaking clients, I actually have more men than women. Um, and a lot of people would just assume that I have a lot more women. Um, but I have a lot of men. And what's so what has been so interesting to me, this may not be as juicy as you may have wanted to hear, but what's most interesting to me is to hear that men and women really both want the same thing. Mm. So the same things mm. that women complain mm. about, men are saying the exact same thing. So men are also saying to me, how come women don't want to get serious? Like, I want to be in a relationship. How come every time I meet someone... Um, they just seem to not know how to like be serious or they seem to not know what they want. And these are the things that we think women are always saying. Um, so what has been transformative for me lately is, and what I want to focus on and have been focusing on is trying to understand this miscommunication. Like we're both speaking the same language, but no one's being heard. Um, and I think that's been one of the most interesting things to 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 have learned about yeah i do believe there's a lot of guys out there that want to be in a relationship are we speaking the same language no that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> that was like a block in my face i say no we're saying right. the same thing and, and we're speaking different languages that's so we're really a lot of us men and women it sounds like to me want the same thing they want connection they want love they want to find someone um, but there's just a big misunderstanding in how that's being communicated. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think women just have the choice now. I think that's the only thing that's changed in my opinion. It's like 
women for the longest time, it was always like, how come men don't want to settle down? And how come men don't want to be in relationships? And now it's still that. It's just that now women have the choice. And so now it's also men saying, well, how come women don't want to? Because we have the choice now. Mm -hmm. We have the choice to be on our own, be independent, do other things than just be the stay-at-home mom or wife of someone, you know? Yeah. So I think it's like, it kind of just became that because of the nature of how we've evolved in terms of, you know, the role the woman takes in society now Mm -hmm. as opposed to how it was before. With work and otherwise, I definitely lean into, I try hard to like stay away from anything that's conventional and traditional. It's not for me. And I really encourage people to live their life that way uh, for themselves and not for like what society thinks or what their parents think or their friends think. Um, And I apply that in, in dating and otherwise in my reply in my relationship and otherwise as well is it weird that like I don't like conventional and traditional but I also do like conventional and traditional hmm. I don't I think like, it's weird I think there's like certain things that I like even for me there's certain aspects that still resonate with me and that I'll stick to sometimes it sounds hypocritical though to right? my boyfriend <laughs> I'm like, well, here, I'm like, women stand on my own. And here, I'm like, can you please help me with this? <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel like there's mm-hmm. a side of me that, that like, is like, I don't, ne- I, I don't need you to do it, but it would be nice if you did it, you know? And, or, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a side of me that, like, likes the idea of the institution of marriage and, like, you know, being a stay-at-home mom. But there's also a side of me that's like, but I don't have to if I don't want to. I don't know. Is that I think weird? That's, I think that's fair. I think you can like it. I, I, I'm still a little bit, um, I'm unsure about marriage for myself, but I, mm. I don't, I don't not encourage it. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm very supportive of clients or friends or family members that, you know, that is their like end goal for a relationship. That's beautiful. That's fine. I just don't know if it's for can, me. Can I ask why that is as a matchmaker? I mean, I'm just curious. If- yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not traditional that way. Okay. And, um, is marriage traditional? Isn't it? Isn't it a tradition? So. Yeah. It can be what you want to make it. Exactly. I Isn't it a, but I, it's, it's, I would say it's a tradition, no? It I mean, it depends way, how you define your marriage. Like, I want to No, the get act of getting married is a tradition, event. but not necessarily how and oh, so the, okay, the, 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 the relationship, yes. the kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry you heard that. Yeah. I mean, the ceremony, the wedding. Mm. Um, is not for me. Um, committing, like, uh, being monogamous, committing to somebody, um, I'm not saying that's not for me, but the, 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 I don't, and I'm, again, like, you may see me get married one day and I may have the wedding. I'm just, I'm not sure right now. It's not going to happen this year, for Uh, sure. (laughs) Anytime soon. What if you were to propose? If I were to propose? No. What if, what if if you were to propose? Yeah. You're saying like it's not happening this year. What if you have yeah. we're just talking that men and women have different ways of maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's something he wants. So what if he puts a knee on you know a knee on the ground and says, yeah. marry me? Tell so him, get up. Brad and I have had <laughs> get up. No, Brad and I have had many conversations about this. He's, you know, his parents are together and he just thought the natural route would be, you know, propose, get married, like that was it. And then over the years I've I've just challenged him because I've challenged myself and I'm like, what does it mean to you? And like, you know, you're not religious. Like you want this, you know, white dress, uh, tuxedo, um, in a church, but neither of us are religious. Like what does marriage actually mean to you? And I'm open to finding something that 
makes sense for both of us, for sure. Um, but over time, he's agreed. I don't know if it's because he's had no choice, but for him too, mm-hmm. he's like, he wants to be with me. And, but does that mean that we have to, that can only happen with a traditional wedding? Wedding, yeah. Um, well, today, I think so it's, many different ways of getting Yeah, here. but it's yeah. so amazing what you, what you did, which is, challenging him you know and we were talking about unlearning and how we were raised a certain way and I believe that a lot of people don't even know what it means to them when you say you know what does marriage mean to you <laughs> no it's just like you know I just want to wear the dress the ceremony <laughs> oh, I'm like well actually you know you know you know you can actually throw a party wear a white yeah. dress and eat and dance you don't necessarily you know what I mean so at one point it's like but what does it mean to you and we always have to ask ourselves that question you know like are we doing this because I've been told and this is what we're supposed to do or do you really feel like it it means something to you and you want to be able to do it and I find that a lot of people don't even take the time to have that conversation yeah Yeah. to ask and that's been that's important to me like in every aspect like why yep and how come Mm -hmm. and do I believe in this and if I do why do I believe in it and then I can like make a move. Um, There's a, um, as we will always do with this podcast, we will always have links at the bottom with books or whatever references mm-hmm. we link to. But I think we'll we'll definitely put, the, there was this TED talk with, I think it was Lewis Howes interviewing this very famous lawyer from Los Angeles who uh, his specialty is prenups. Mm. And it, it was it was such an insightful <laughs> conversation they had because for almost an hour, I mean, the lawyer was like, we spend so much money and time prepping for this day. And most people didn't even take five minutes to understand what they are getting themselves into mm-hmm. and talk about it. And when they actually do prenups and take the time to sit down and 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 it's not so much about the document itself. It's more about having the conversations that yeah. you should be having versus mm-hmm. the, are we having red velvet or are we having, uh, I don't know, vanilla and coconut cake mm-hmm. for the wedding? The time you will spend on those aspects of the relationship or the wedding versus the commitment and what it means for us to be in this relationship. And it could be monogamous. I know now polyamory is a huge thing, apparently. Um, yeah, you hear that voice in me. Yeah, it's not, not sitting <laughs> well the polyamory but that's just personal but like there's then there's open marriages and there's like all sorts of different things Mm -hmm. so until you really understand the values of the other person and have um uh, talks about those things I know actually Kavita and I met because I reached out to her because I was ready to get back into the dating world and did not know where to start because the last time I dated, I was in my 20s and the world has radically changed since. So I was <laughs> oh, like, I need guidance. Um, but one of the things we've been talking about as I am going through the dating thing is uh, doing your, the love language test and, mm-hmm. and what are your needs? What are their needs? What are your values? What are their values? And going through those things and maybe that's where the conversation gets lost and, and people don't necessarily speak the same language because they don't really understand what the other person needs. Mm-hmm. And when you understand what the other person needs, then it's so much easier to just provide it with, with as much love and care you know, as you feel wanting to, mm-hmm. up to the point of you having your, you know, your own needs met as well. Um, 
I agree. And I love those conversations that we have. And I love like introducing these like new concepts and just ways of thinking to my clients. But uh, Dashing D is my company. It's what I do all day long, but it's, it doesn't define me. And that's not all I am. So I'm more than a dating expert and matchmaker, but we're only talking about dating and love. And I'm far more than that. So are you curious about anything else? <laughs> I was actually going to say, do you ever get, not bored to talk about it, but don't, because especially you said dating expert and then you're not working and then your friends and everywhere you go, every time someone says you have a company, that's what you do. They want to have that conversation. It's like any, mm-hmm. even me, for instance, like you have ideas. Like, can I do my makeup, my clothes? And I'm like, can I just be off today and be talk about something else or, you know, so it's true. So what else do, is there something that people don't know about you that you would want to share a uh, yeah. passion you have? Well, or... I do, I do love my company, but I mm. love entrepreneurship in general. Um, this is a, a role I'm happy to play. I do it well. I enjoy it, but I hope to take on like many more entrepreneurial roles going forward. So I love business in general. I love starting businesses. I love talking about businesses, ideas. I know Chloe, you were talking about ideas come to you all the time. Ideas come to me all the time. And I would have no time in the world if I just started to like think about actually how to execute on all these ideas. But so. you do act on your ideas. All my entre- all my businesses? Not all of them, <laughs> but you do. I do. You I do. act on a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But how does that feel? Right now, I, right now I act on them mostly if they tie into dashing dates so that I'm staying kind of focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have plans for later. I think it's pretty cool that you actually said all of this because um, often I get the same kind of feeling, not necessarily that like, okay, I'm my business and that's all I am. But um, I find like people don't realize like that you can like more than one thing. And I do enjoy business very much also. And I'm not attached to my projects so neatly attached where like I would never see myself doing anything else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I'm a bit... Um, you know, open to like I guess I'm open to other things as well. Yeah. So it's it's refreshing to hear someone else say that too. Because sometimes I feel guilty and I'm like, well, wait, should I be just so tightly knit to this thing that I'm doing right now and like that's all that I am, or like is that wrong, or is it okay to like like business and want to do other things also? So it's right. it's cool to hear someone else say like, yeah, I like yeah. what I'm doing, I love it, I yeah. do, and I do also. But you know, it's okay to have other ideas and to kind of act on your entrepreneurial kind sure. of energy and be okay with that and, you know, be open to trying and doing different things later on in life or yeah. simultaneously. I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm excited for that part. So I, I love entrepreneurship more than I love Dashing Date. And Dashing Date just happens to be the, the thing that is fitting into my path of entrepreneurship right now. And it may be for five, five more years, 10 more years. It may be alongside the whole time, but... It won't be the only thing um, that I'm going to do. Okay. Sure. Thanks. That makes me feel good about myself. Good. <laughs> Would you be able to tell me what are your top three values? The things that define you, which are your like, you know, go-tos. Values? Is friendship a value? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Can be. Yeah. It can be whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just like, is it like, yeah, my friendships are very, very important to me. So connection. Connect. Yeah. Very important to connection. me. Um, I think in, in, in one of the other um, segments that we did, I was talking about, I think what like brings me back is like 
connecting to people. That's like how I celebrate. Um, so friendship is definitely up there. Um, values. I would say um, always learning. So growth. Growth, always, always. I feel very trapped if I'm not doing something uh, different with my brain or learning something. Like I, I get depressed. So if I spend a day like watching friends, friends. I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, re, like reruns, like I can fall asleep to it. That's fine. But if I actually watch and I spend a day just watching things I've already seen before, um, I, I'm, de- I'm literally depressed the next day. Mm. So I, I need to be challenging my brain and asking myself those questions. So always growing uh, for sure. Um, one last one, just for the kick of it. <laughs> Values. So learning, so learning growth, friendship and connection. And I guess something new were, would be, you know, like, like I would say like what we just talked about was like acting from a place of love. So if I can reach a point and that's very important to me right now is to like be better and act from a better place and treat people um, in a way that I feel good about after. Love. Yeah. In essence. Yeah. So your top three would be connection, growth, and love. Yeah. That sounds fitting. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Any other questions, guys? I see giggles and... Martika, we haven't heard you much. Thank because I was on my dating questions. Yeah, I already know what I'm just saying. It's like we have all the like, oh, we can't talk about dating. I want to know. It's not my case. I actually, the reason why I'm so curious about it, but I guess we can have a. Is it another dating question, Chloe? It is. I'm sorry. It's fine. That's fine. One last one. One last one. Then we'll try to diversify with a final one. Um, I think this is like kind of big, though. So maybe it would be an own segment in itself. But I'm really curious to know because I'm so the opposite um it kind of kind of ties in with being like in your feminine energy and all that but what's your take on women taking the lead and making the first move towards a man I feel like this is like a new thing not new but like something that's been coming up a lot lately where women are now the ones to kind of like initiate something or like you know make the first move and I'm really against me personally that's just my own belief system like I'm just against it I feel like it's not natural and it's weird but um I want to know what, what you think about it they created an app for it, right? It's That's true. Bumble. They did create an app for it. You know what? I forget what I was listening to, but basically since the beginning of time, women have been making the first move. Like men often wait for a cue from a woman to make the first move, but we're the ones that kind of trigger it. So that, you know, that very old mentality of like a woman will walk by. Where did I hear this? It's on, it's <laughs> on Drop some her yeah, Um maybe like Matthew Hesse or something. Anyways, but yeah, women will walk and they will drop their, like a, a clean Handkerchief. It used to yeah. be a handkerchief. Yes. And or their gloves. They used to and even gloves. in the movie Clueless, I just watched it over the holidays and like <laughs> Alicia Silverstone, she like, you know, knocks her, the her pen off the table. So in essence, like it's not that, um, we're, we're not foreign to the idea of, of saying like, I like you, do something about it. And I think that there's still like a modern way to go about it. And I'll share a small story, which I shared at the last event that I spoke at. I was on a panel 
and the boyfriend, my boyfriend now, um, he's he's about like it's super into basketball and he loves like the Knicks, the New York. This Knicks. is the cutest story, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we were we were talking, we were seeing each other, but things just weren't like moving as fast as I wanted them to, and I just wanted like more attention. So I don't have to like text him and call him be like, hey, I want attention. Where do you I didn't necessarily have to ask him out. But my like 2012 version of dropping the handkerchief was I wore a Nick sweater in my Facebook profile picture. And I was like, this is going to get his attention and he's going to think I'm the girl of his dreams. And I know nothing about basketball. Um, but did that work or not? I really don't know. <laughs> but I think I, I'm a believer in going after what you want. And I don't think you and I think there are ways to be subtle. And I think there are ways to do it in a way that makes sense for you. But mm. I, I would, I would unlikely let an opportunity pass me by, be it a man or, you know, a business opportunity. I think Chloe, it's different when you're single. <laughs> no, I think it's different in the setting of apps and 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 the texting. Honestly, me being like truly new to all of this, and it really wasn't like this twenty years ago. Like, like let's put it out there. It wasn't this way. The texting, mm. and it was like a door, like just touching someone on the shoulder, or like. You know, you're you're in a place and you just bump like just little subtle things like that made a big difference. Now we're isolated, so it feels different, it feels like a different kind of energy. It's not as easy to be subtle in the setting of the text or the Tinder. It's like someone has to talk first. And even if when you do, sometimes it's not. <laughs> it's difficult. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's, it's without human connection. I think, I think it's when you have the human connection, just the gaze would be enough. I mean, you, Chloe, out of all Gazes people. are hot. Yeah. Gazes are very hot. And even you know, the just touching. The way of I'm looking. like, more touching. No, yeah. I mean. No, I totally, no, I agree. I don't want people to start touching me. No, no, Matthew Hussey says that as well. There's an episode but where he says. feels good. If, you're able, if you want to connect with a guy and you want him to, you know, to find you, the easiest ways to actually you know, leave oh, an that, imprint. That, that, that or, shit don't work. It doesn't? I, I've touched people and they don't get it. Well, maybe they're not interested, but <laughs> yeah. if they are... But in the sense that I don't even think they picked up on it. When we talk, I'm like, oh, Well, I then you're know. not on their radar. But, I didn't know. But, but if, if like, you already were, and because men... Mm, so that's okay. something we don't talk about. Men are scared to do the first step. Like they they, scared, They're yeah. so terrified to do the first step. Trust me, they absolutely are. So by I doing, kind of men I want. so well, um, women are good at rejecting. Uh, but it's okay, a guy who's scared at first, but then he's just being honest and vulnerable, you know. And it's okay if he's scared, but then he's an amazing. Women he can are, be really amazing. It doesn't mean when, that he's not the right person for you because he was scared at first. But when you do that touching thing, or like there's some sort of a physical connection that's very subtle sometimes it gives them the okay to do you know it's oh true, maybe yeah. she won't reject me because that's mm -hmm. where you're going mm -hmm. yeah they're so terrified of being rejected even more than we are by the way it's yeah. just because we are very like we forget <laughs> how often we don't give men a chance when a man does approach like you know we can like glance we're just like oh my god get away from me why are you talking to me like we're so <laughs> oh my god get away <laughs> we're so ruthless and yeah. we've also created this environment to say don't come near me and over time, men are more and more scared of coming near us. But I got something for Chloe because she just said that she doesn't like a man that's afraid to approach her. She, that's not manly for her. But I'm sure that the kind of man that approaches you is the loudest guy in the room that's probably going after every girl there and that you're number like 10 that he's just so confident and bold about that he doesn't care whether he gets rejected or not. So I would want the quietest man in the room. Oh, girl. <laughs> Shots. Wow. <laughs> 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 I, I 
I'm zero offended. Okay. Don't even worry about it. It's, it's, it's my tea cat two pack version. I know that was the gangster my tea cat. Did you see that? Because I was that not was very insightful, ready. girl. That was but awesome. but it, but I I see what you mean though. You know that's why I was saying you know it doesn't mean and sometimes we have all our preconceived ideas of you know how things should happen. If a guy comes and he starts stuttering, oh well then you're not confident. Mm. I'm done with you. But no, you know you have to. Can I just be... say okay, you're okay. I agree with you in a sense. She got to take a breath and take it in. No, no, yeah, I agree with you in a sense. But at the same time, mm, I don't like men that are arrogant. So already there was not really like I don't like the guy that's like the loud like whatever I I what I what I maybe I didn't express myself correctly I don't mind if the guy is shy but I he has to have the balls Mm. to overcome his shyness and like get a grip yeah you know what I mean whether he's stuttering or not yeah it's just a sign of courage I'm not gonna be like like, oh you're stuttering get away from me you know but at the same time it's like but I don't like those kinds of guys like the arrogant loud one that thinks he can have whatever he wants and he's just a jerk like no no but at the same time like the little mousy guy that's like not gonna be able to make eye contact with me you know what I mean like there's a difference between not making eye contact with someone or saying like wow, your eyes are really, like, you know, it's re- your, your gaze is really intense. It's intimidating me a bit. I, I find that cute, you know? I'll be like, oh, okay. Like, or they're blushing, but they yeah. still have the courage to talk to exactly. you. Kavita, yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the thing that's on your mind these days? Like, the big thing right now? Uh, travel. Um, blowing up my business. Travel. Slow yeah. it down. Where? <laughs> um... Thailand, because it's like my second home. Um, Japan. Sushi. Sushi. (laughs) Um, Italy, I haven't been, and I'm dying to go. Greece, I haven't been. Um, Brad, I hope you're listening. Oh, he knows. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, those would be my next So travel? Travel for sure. I'm always thinking about it, and... And, and work work is on my mind and I feel like I'm in a really good place and things are aligning and I'm, I'm excited for, I'm very, very excited for this year. I feel like the last six years have been for this year is how it feels. Mm. What do you mean by that? Um, it just doesn't, it fortunately does not feel like I'm still creating something it feels like I'm creating the next thing Mm. so I feel like there's a foundation and it's there and the events exist and my team is in place and everything all the working parts are there whereas the last few years it's felt like I've been putting all that together Mm -hmm. Um, and now it feels like I've set that and it's about building on top of that Um, what's your word for this year then I have two words one is uh planting um, because I've noticed the importance of I've been seeing a lot of things surfacing of seeds I planted in the past. So, and that I maybe written off like, okay, I wasted my time here. Or why did I do this? Like that, nothing came from that. And now I'm seeing things um, and like reaping the rewards from that, those efforts. So I want to plant more seeds and intent and intention. I just, with every move I make, I want to be, just operating from a place of intention like what we talked about before why am I doing this and I want to be doing it for the right reasons 
And I've spent all of 2018 making much wiser decisions, saying no so much more, um, saying yes, which gave me the room to say yes to the right things. My circle of friends has um, become much smaller. My the plan, Everything that I do just feels so much better, far less regrets of spending time in places and with people that I don't want to be, um, that, that aren't helping me grow. And... And I think that comes from operating with intention. So that would be the other thing I'm focusing on. So I have two. Something struck me when you were talking about the seed and planting. There's a quote that just popped in my mind and it's been really like, it's been showing up for me a lot lately, which is we totally overestimate what we can do over a year. And we totally underestimate what we can do in five or 10. Right. And that's pretty much what you're talking about. Mm. Like when you plant, you, you tend to see, you know, you want to see it happen now, 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 but then. Yeah, there's that, what uh, we covered a little while ago was like in, the instant gratification that we're so like obsessed with, but I, I'm seeing so much value in like the long-term planning and setting things up right and getting my space right externally and internally. Wow. Well, yeah, it was lovely getting to have a little piece of you. Yeah, thank you. Put it that way. Um, yeah, anything you would like to finish with or? No, I think I'm good. I think that, that I think that was, ended up being a good mix of the dating stuff. Um, Sorry. No, in general. I was thinking that we could always do a segment on just like shoot, you know, dating questions at me. Maybe you um, can ask the, the listeners to shoot us some questions and do an episode. Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. I think definitely. I think, that yeah, could be cool. we'll, we'll bring that up. Because I got some shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think when, you know, Pam, when you and I talk, like there's so much that we're both saying yeah. on the topic of love and relationships. And even just what's so important to me is people are people sharing their experiences. And that I love listening to that because every time I have a conversation with someone, Uh, be it a client or something I'm watching, like I'm just always soaking up new information mm-hmm. that I'm putting back out there. So I'm a hundred percent open to new ideas about dating. I'm not like stuck on, these are the five things that I say, and that's how they go. Not at all. Um, so I, this is what, this is the path I'm on. Like I love learning about dating relationships, men, women, um, and talking about it. Well, your primary value is connection. Your third one is love and yeah. middle one is growth and, <laughs> A lot of my mentors always told me the best way to grow spiritually or any form of way is to actually be in relationships because mm-hmm. they stretch the heck out of you. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for your time and, uh, and this amazing talk. Thank you.